I just want to thank all of the people this week that were involved in VBS, uh, and it was such a joy to see so many of our brothers and sisters be involved in this week. 过去这个礼拜有参与我们VBS这个服侍的这些弟兄姐妹。So let's give them a hand too. Yeah,为他们鼓个掌。And of course, we know that unless the Lord builds the house, 当然我们也知道,如果不是神建造这个房子的话,the labors labor in vain. 那就会,那我们做的工就会浪费掉。so we want to just thank the Lord. Let's thank the Lord this morning for being our builder. Um, the children are so cute. Would you guys agree? Right? And Bex and I were just talking, though. How come sometimes our children are so cute and so great at church, but sometimes at home, you know. And then we would say, she, she would say, oh, they get that from you. And I said, no, they would get it from you. And then sometimes we're like, no, it's both. It's actually not, a, who, who do they get it from? This, uh, I want to share with you a story. It's kind of funny. Uh, in the beginning of the, the pandemic and all the kids were studying at home. Uh, you know, each of our children would have their own desk, you know, where they would study. But of course, then we would have to buy all these snacks for them. And I remember Bex would, you know, some of them like Takis, it's kind of like hot chips. Right? And Bex bought like a whole box of these small small bags of Takis. And so every day Abby would take a bag, a small bag of Takis while she studies. Uh, and she would she would eat her Takis throughout her throughout her studies. And then when she's not at her desk, uh, Bex, mommy, would come around and take one of her Takis and eat it. <laughs> and, and, and me and me and CJ or Bethany would say, hey, mommy, that's right, Abby's. And CJ or Bethany would say, hey, mommy, that's right, Abby's. And CJ or Bethany would say, hey, Abby's. And then Bex would be saying, like, did you guys try these Takis? They taste a little different. Bex would say, did you guys try these Takis? And she would keep saying, I think it's it's a bad batch. I think I bought a bad box. And so for a few days this was going on, she would go and eat and she said, something's wrong with this box. And then one day, Abby heard that. Mommy, what are you doing? Abby says, Oh, she says, Oh, I'm just eating the Takis from your desk. And Abby said, No, mommy. Abby says, That's the Takis that I would suck off all of the spice and put the sucked off chip back inside the bag. Abby says, No, no. So, for several days, Bex is eating like these already pre-sucked, cleaned off Takis. You know, she was like, did she learn that from you? That was you. No, I'm like, that was you. But it's not any of us. It's just Abby. Or she learned it from someone else. We don't know. We don't know sometimes the type of uh, fruit that comes out of their life. But today I want us to turn our Bibles. If you get your Bibles open, let's turn to John 15. This is one of those passages where um, I could say that I've been going back to this passage over and over, years, um, thinking about it, and there's so much 
we won't be able to pull out all of the goodness uh, from this section, but we're going to uh, uh, preach from that this morning. The verses that we're going to be talking about today. Jesus is giving an illustration, a a picture, if you will, to demonstrate to us the nature of a believer and the believer's union, the connectedness to Christ himself. So and there's this picture that is revolving around Jesus, who is the vine. And us, believers, who are the branches. God the Father, who is the vine dresser or the gardener, the, the owner of the vineyard, if you will. And then the fruit that comes from the branches. It's a great picture of the nature of believers and their abiding in the vine. And what we're going to see is that the branches that bear fruit, they are not anxiously fretting or um, overworking themselves to produce fruit. Because as long as they are connected to the vine, fruit is natural. God gave us this picture to show us that Believers, Christians, are fruit bearers. That's what you do when you're connected. So if we could, as you have your Bibles open, if you don't have a Bible, you can um, read with us. We're going to put it up there. How about for the sake of time, brother, why don't you read in Chinese uh, this morning? Okay, so follow along in English. Okay, follow我用中文念然后你们读英文 我也藏在你们里面，子子若不藏在葡萄树上，自己就不能结果子。你们若不藏在我里面，也是这样。我是葡萄树，你们是枝子，藏在我里面的，我也藏在它里面。这人就多结果子，因为离了我，你们就不能
the gleanings, the, the little things, the, the little amount that you've been allowing me to experience in my life. And I pray that you would take the few things that you have given to me to multiply that among your people. Lord, be, be so great that um, the focus would not be on me or my brother Steve. Mm. So we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus is saying to his disciples, if you want to have a fruitful life, then you need to have more coming from me. If you want to bear the fruit that I have designed for you to bear, then you need to have a greater experience of me. And in order to have a greater experience of me, you need to abide in me. You need to abide in me. Now, the author of this uh, gospel is uh, John. uh And John uses this word abide 11 times. Now, John is the disciple, what, loved by Jesus. John was close to Jesus. And by far, this is the word that John uses the most to describe a close, intimate relationship. In fact, I think he uses the word in his letters about 40 times. The word for abide is the word in Greek, meno. And meno means to abide, to remain, to stay. Right. It is a word to describe um, stay, you know, like if you would stay with people. Or if you're lodging with someone, so you're always together. But it means more than just physically being close. Jesus is describing a closeness that not only includes physical, but Mental and emotional, spiritual connectedness. Because you could be in a house or in a room full of people and still feel alone, right? So what Jesus is depicting here is a type of Closeness to him that there is a deep, intimate connectedness. So Jesus Now we may not have people like this in our life, but you may have someone close enough that you feel that they know you. 
Someone who at least knows your ugly side. Right. We all have an ugly side, right? But the person who knows you doesn't just appreciate your good side, but they appreciate your ugly side. Or, or maybe they don't appreciate it, but at least they can absorb it. In English, we would say, you're so close to me, we know each other so well that we can finish each other's sentences or sandwiches. Jesus wants that type of connection with you. Jesus desires that type of connection with you. You see, some people don't stay with Jesus. A lot of Christians are visitors. They don't stay over. Right? Jesus doesn't want his people to just visit every now and again. His design and his desire is for people to stay with him. And it's not just following him. It's having such a connection with him that you're able to finish his sandwich, his sentences. Jesus says, I don't want you to just visit me every now and then. I want you to abide in me. You see, the focus is on the abiding. Because when you're abiding, when the branch is connected to the vine, there is a natural flow of life-giving sap. That's a good stuff. The fluids inside of the vine that flow into and through the branch. There is such a natural flow the more you are connected. This place is a place of yielding. This is a place of surrender. Because in order to have Life-giving flow through you, there must not be a lot of yourself. To be honest, that's, that's my problem. That's how you have to pray for me. The flow can't come if I'm full of me. If I'm not yielding and surrendering me, the life-giving sap is going to find difficulty flowing through. You with me? Yes? Okay. Non-Christians may struggle with this. Believers, do you understand? Yes, amen. As long as you stay connected and you're always yielding and surrendering, though, then the fruit is natural. 
you don't walk into a vineyard and you hear branches saying, it's so hard to get fruit. You don't see branches fretting, oh, I want to squeeze out more fruit. I was trying to squeeze it out, it's not coming out. <laughs> Sometimes in the church, though, we feel that way. Where's my fruit? I need more fruit. And you see a lot of pushing in the church. Or at least in me. You see that in me. Where's my fruit? They're so small. Can you can you see them? They're And they're so small. But when you're connected, and you're yielded, and you're surrendered, it flows. It's natural. It may be small, but it's natural. There are, you know, there, there are several qualities of fruit and trees I think we all know. Number one, when branches bear fruit, the fruit reflects the nature of the vine. When you see a fruit, it reflects the nature of the vine that it came from. That's why when you see bad fruit, it tells you something about what you're attached to. No one's trying to produce bad fruit. The fruit merely reflects what you depend on, what you're attached to, what you've connected yourself to. God's mercy on me as a Christian is that he gave me faith, right? He gave me the ability to have faith so that I can be connected with him. He's giving me a chance to naturally bear his fruit. What type of fruit do you bear today? What have you found yourself attaching yourself to, depending upon what's flowing through you to produce that fruit? The second thing that we know about fruit and trees, is that when branches bear fruit, fruit is always for the good of others. You don't see branches enjoying their own fruit. Right? Good fruit always blesses others. But notice what I said. Good fruit. Because no one wants to eat bad fruit. Right? If you're attached to mm, and you bear bad fruit, no one wants to eat that. That's why if you notice, no one wants to get close to you. <laughs> you gotta ask yourself, what, what, what fruit do I got going on? Fruit 
Good fruit blesses others. 好的果实能够祝福别人. Another thing we know about fruit and branches and vines is that a branch cannot live on its own. 就是这个, a branch is unable to live apart from a vine. 树枝如果脱离了葡萄树本身,它就没有办法活下去。If a branch is laying on the dirt, 如果一个树枝躺在泥土上,apart from the vine, the branch, uh-huh, go ahead, I'm sorry. 它它與這個樹分離了。The branch is dead. 這樹枝就會枯萎,and the branch has no fruit. 枯萎死掉就不會結果。The only way for the branch to thrive in its life, 唯一讓這個樹枝能夠有豐富的生命,is to be connected to the vine. 就是要與這個葡萄樹有連結。The vine is the giver. Of life. So we only are able to thrive and enjoy the abundance of life when we're connected to the only vine that gives that type of life. 呃圆满的话,唯一的方法就是要与那唯一的葡萄树有连接。And when you are deeply seamlessly connected,当你没有奉系深厚的与他有连接的时候,you won't be able to enjoy that.你就能够享受生命。I have some jasmine growing in the backyard. I think I've shared this a million times. I don't have that many plant stories. 我有些這個花在後院裡面。And uh, we love jasmine. 我們很愛這個花。Because when the when it flowers, you you just smell that all over the place, right? You guys know jasmine. Right? You know jasmine, right? No. Okay. Uh, what? What's it called? 茉莉花。茉莉花很香。茉莉花, right? Well, my dumb dog. <laughs> 我的我的比較愚蠢的狗。He uh he thinks something is living in the vines. Always. 他總覺得有有有有活的東西在那裡面。And we had this luscious area of jasmine. 我們有一個後院有個地方是充滿了這個茉莉花。That he just wants to jump on all day. He's jumping and digging and messing up our jasmine. 他整天就一直往這個茉莉花裡面跳,把它弄得亂七八糟。so now you only have half a smell of good, you know, sometimes, oh, I got a little jasmine. I've noticed sometimes that there are jasmine that are barely bearing fruit, barely uh, bearing flowers. Because when you look at it, the branch is, the vine is, but the, the branch is partly broken off of the vine. It's not fully off. But it's not fully on. And I bring my dog over. Do you see what you did? You're trying to remove the branch from the vine. Do you understand my words? <laughs> and I feel it is my responsibility as the owner to want to tape up that little branch so that it can flow again and bear more flowers. But I'm too lazy too, so I just let it die. So it's not <laughs> good thing God the good thing I'm not God. <laughs> so how do we do this? How 
How do we abide? How do we stay connected with the vine? So, we that's a good question. We What's cool about these verses is that, you know, as I was, you know, I've been not just studying it, but just thinking about it and reading over and over again. Is that Jesus himself actually gives us some pointers on what it may look like to abide. So one is in verse 7. Look at this. How do we abide? How do we stay closely connected to Jesus? Mm-hmm. How do we stay closely connected to Him? How do we have a closeness to Him? Verse 7. <coughs> if you abide in me and my words abide in you. 第七节说, 你们若藏在我里面, if you abide in me and my words abide in you. 你们若藏在我里面, the Bible says that God's word is the word of life. Where do words come from? Words come from the mouth. That which proceeds from the mouth of God. There is power. There is life. Words that come from God have power. And they give life. Right? Amen. I mean, we see it from the very beginning. How did God create? Someone has some music going on there. Let's let's jam to it. How did God create? He spoke. He spoke. He spoke. He spoke. Word is life. It gives life. It cultivates life. It increases more. There is increase that he reproduces life. In the New Testament, it says, faith comes by hearing, and hearing by the word of who? God, the word of Christ. The word of God is power and life. So one way to stay closely connected with the vine, being close, to stay together, to hang out, to, he's my homie, I want to be with him. He can finish my sandwiches. So one就是如果我们要与他一直有这个亲密的连接，我们就需要在他身旁留着，啊，然后懂得怎么去。yeah. Right. The one way to do that is to let his word stay connected in you. So the phrase that I used, I don't know if I already put it up, okay, is um one way to stay abiding closely with Jesus 
is by treasuring and pondering His Word. So, if we want to stay in Christ, we want to give you a secret to having meaningful relationships. I want to tell you a secret to having meaningful relationships. I want to tell you a secret to having meaningful relationships. I want to tell you a secret to having one of the secret recipes to a deep and meaningful relationship is having trust and transparency. The more you are able to trust someone and the more you are able to be open to them in what's going on inside, the deeper and more meaningful that relationship will be. So you如果越能够有这个勇气去打开自己更加分享你内心深层的一些东西的话，你们的关系就会更多的有意义。And that just requires time. Ah,这个其实需要的也就是时间。So trust, transparency, 透明度，and time. You can't have a good relationship without time. You can't have a good relationship without transparency. You can't have a good relationship without trust. If Jesus wants that type of meaningful relationship with us, there must be that type of open dialogue. There is, you know, the best relationship that I have is, is with my wife. And she is such a good listener. She makes our relationship work. God's mercy on me is that she's not left me yet, right? <laughs> but I'm able to have that connection with her because she can listen. Are we listeners of God and His Word? Do we desire to listen for God to speak to us? Do we ever spend any time treasuring and pondering His Word? Yeah. Abby, do you? Do you? Do you? I hope you do. Right? That's what you get when you're the pastor's daughter. It's like you're, you're <laughs> chit-chatting. I'm gonna, but you're chit-chatting about the message, right? Yes, good. Um, pastor James said that last week. I got discipline in the one I love. I mean, right? Bethany, do I love you? You in? You in the zone? So, so the reason why I chose treasure and ponder, though, who in the Bible treasured and pondered? God's word. Anyone? Huh? Someone, the Bible literally says that she, you know, sisters are good examples, okay? She treasured and pondered all these things. When Mary, the mother of Jesus, the angels had a message from God for her concerning 
her son and her. The shepherds brought the word of the the word of God concerning her and her son. And the scripture says that when Mary heard from the Lord, right? When when she heard these words from the Lord. She treasured and pondered them in her heart. The original word for treasure, treasured, right? right? That's right what the scripture says. The original word for that means to um, keep safe. That's why some people call it a treasure. What Mary did is when she receives a word from the Lord, she put it in a safe place inside. And then, in her moments, she would take them out and ponder them. She would keep them in a safe place, right here. Not just right here. Right here. And she would take it out and reflect on that more. That's what ponder means. To contemplate. To reflect on. To what we might say in our language to meditate on. That's one of the ways we stay connected and close with the vine. As a believer, it doesn't matter how far you are from him. Maybe you're just a visitor. Sometimes you just visit Jesus and he's like, Ah, I want you to stay with me, but I'm just visiting. And maybe you today feel like I'm not I'm not connected, I'm broken off. A little bit. All you have to say is Jesus, I want to hear from you. I'm willing to receive from you. I want to let your words speak to me. Because when you do, I promise that I will keep it in that safe place. And I will go back and I will take it out and ponder it. Someone said that helped me recently said, you know when God really speaks to you, you know, right? You know. Right? For you Christians, the non-Christians, are, I don't know what you're talking about. But for Christians, you know when a, when a sermon through the word of God, a uh, word from a friend to share a verse, when, when you know this was for me, right? Amen? You guys know what I'm talking about? Do you take that and keep it in that safe place? Don't leave it too fast. If something moved me on a Sunday morning, I will make that note. My, I'm a thumb boy, you know, you know, write it down on my phone. And I will not leave it so fast. I want to take that and think about it on Monday. 
接下来的日子继续思考。I want to take that out again and think about it on Tuesday. 我要星期一、星期二都一直把它拿出来。I'm going to keep taking it out and reflecting on it until it, until that life, the word that comes from the mouth of God, comes and brings me life. 我要持续的把他的话语拿出来思考，直到他的生命在我身体里面流动。Treasure and ponder God's word. 所以我们要珍惜。And you will become more closer to Him. 还有思考神的话语，这样子我们就与他会更亲近。Jeremiah said, "I found your word, and I ate your word, like I put it inside." 啊，耶利米书说，我得着你的言语就当食物吃。And I found joy and delight. 你的言语是我心中的。That's what God's word does. When you find God's word and you ingest that and you put that inside. You find joy and delight. When you put God's word in your heart and find it in your heart, you are happy. So that's one practical way to stay connected. This is a practical way to teach us how to maintain this connection. How else do we closely stay connected with the vine? How else do we closely stay connected with the vine? He says, Jesus says, "If you abide in me and my words abide in you, ask whatever you wish, and it will be done for you." Jesus 说，你们若当在我里面，我的话也藏在你们里面。若你们所愿意的，祈求就给你们成就。Ask for whatever you wish, and it will be done for you. 只要你们所愿意的祈求，就给你们成就。What that tells me is that the closer you are to Jesus, the more confident you can pray. 这告诉我的是，当你与耶稣的距离越近的时候，你就可以越有信心的去祷告。Younger believers often ask me, "How do I know that He hears my prayer?" 年轻的信徒总是会问说：“我怎么知道他有没有听到我的祷告呢 ？”But the closer and the longer you are with Jesus and His words are in you. 但当你与他越亲近的时候，而且他的话语是在你里面的时候 ，the more natural you also dialogue with Him and you are confident. 你与他的对话就是更自然、更有信心的。You don't pray so much as like I don't know. Whatever you want to do, God. We do say, "Let your will be done." We 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 say, "Let your will be done." How many of you have ever said, "I don't know how to pray"? Spirit groaned for me. 你们有人曾经说过，我不晓得怎么样祷告。I hope you have. I hope there are people in this church who have said, "Spirit groaned for me." I, 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 I don't even know the words to pray. 我希望在这里面有人不晓得怎么祷告，然后希望圣灵带领。Because prayer must be spirit-led. 因为祷告是必须要用圣灵来带领。Prayer must be spirit-led. Not me led, 不是自己带领的。So we have to get to that point where we know I'm so confident when I'm praying that even when I don't know what to pray, Spirit, I'm confident you groan for me. 所以我们必须要有信心的知道说，我们祷告的时候会因为圣灵而带领。And that my vine, Jesus says, I intercede to the Father for you. 然后我们的耶稣，也就是葡萄树，说他会在我们面前为我们跟父讲话。That's confidence. 这是信心。If we want to see what prayer looks like, all you have to do is read through the scripture. You see all types of people praying. 你如果想要知道祷告是怎么一回事，你就看经文里面有那么多祷告。I love the prayers that are short and simple. 我很爱那些又短又简洁的祷告。I get scared of long prayers. 我有时候会比较对那些长的祷告有点害怕。But I'm also a person who's been a little bit too wordy in my prayers too. 但我自己本身有时候用的字也会多一点。你过来。
there have been times when, when Bex and I are praying at night. <coughs> 有的时候我跟 Bex 晚上一起祷告的时候。You know, first I'm praying. She's like, "Amen." Um, "Amen." 一开始我在祷告，她就说 "Amen." I keep praying. 我继续祷告。I don't hear amens for a while. <laughs> 我就开始慢慢没有听到 amen 了。I'm like, "Come on, spirit." <laughs> 我想问。And I keep praying. 我就继续祷告。Like, Maybe it's not. Touching her either. I just think my prayer may not have touched her. And I keep praying. I just keep praying. So wordy. Oh, many words. I don't hear an amen. I didn't hear his response. Amen. Right. I started to hear whooshing. I love the short prayers of the Bible. I love the short prayers of the Bible. I love the short prayers of the Bible. I love the The prayer that says, "Jesus, I believe, but help me in my unbelief." 那个另外一个我喜欢的祷告是，耶稣啊，我信，但是请你在我不信的方面加强。I love prayers that express grief to God. 我也喜欢那种嗯，把悲伤的事情跟神分享的。How long? How long, oh Lord? Have you guys ever prayed that before? How long? 神啊，需要多长的时间 ？How long do I gotta keep? How long is this gonna go on? 这这个事情还会发生有多久呢 ？Those are prayers. You know what people do in the scripture? They even write down their prayers. 那那些人在经文里面甚至把他们的祷告写下来。I love prayers when you see God's goodness and grace. You say, "Hallelujah! I praise you, oh Lord." 我也喜欢那些当。These prayers are written down. They are written. Take time sometimes just write down your prayer. 花一点时间，有时候把祷告写下来。Right. This is part of what helps grow a closer connection with the vine. 这也是能够帮助我们与葡萄树更连接、更亲密的一个方法。The last one that I want to talk about: how do we how do we closely stay connected? 最后一个我想说的是，我们要如何亲密的在基督里面连接。The more you understand that pruning is a reward for fruitfulness， 也就是当你越来越了解，呃，对这个树枝的修剪其实是对一个多结果子的奖励。I can't take credit for this. This is、uh, an author by the name of Henry Poe. I would never have thought of that type of verbiage. 我自己可能不会用这些字眼 Verse two says, "Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, he takes away." 第二节说，凡属我不结果子的枝子，他就剪去 And every branch that does bear fruit, he what prunes. That it may bear what more fruit. So, 凡但是凡结果子的，他就修理干净，使枝子结果子更多。This is the verse that got me. 所以这段经文有感动到我。This is the verse. 就是这段经文。You would think that if a branch is already bearing fruit, leave it alone. 如果一个树枝已经在结果了，就不要去碰它。I mean, if a branch is already bearing fruit. Don't do nothing to it. It's good. 如果它已经在结果，它是好的，就不要去碰它。But God says, every branch in me that does bear fruit. 但神说，只要在我里面的树枝都有结果的话 ，I need to cut it back. 我需要把它修剪剪短。I need to cut it back, not because I want to hurt the branch. I need to cut it back, not because I hate grapes. Not because I don't want the branch to win. I need to cut it back in order for it to bear more fruits. You see, God doesn't prune us because He doesn't love us. 你看，神他修剪我们不是因为不爱我们。God doesn't prune us because we don't belong to Him. 他不修他他修剪我们不是因为我们不属于他。God doesn't prune us because we are unfruitful. 
God prunes us because we are fruitful. He cuts it back in order for more fruit to grow. Amen? Amen. You see, pruning is a reward for bearing fruit. Pruning is not punishment. Let's get that clear. Pruning is not punishment. Say that. Pruning is not punishment. Say it again. Pruning is not punishment. When my children do something wrong, like they, they're obviously doing right now even. Oh Lord, have mercy. Have mercy. <laughs> Good Lord, have mercy on my children. <laughs> right? Ever since they were young, when they do wrong, I don't punish them. I discipline them. But I don't punish them. I discipline them for the sake of transforming them, changing their course. I discipline them, as Pastor James said, because I love them. We have to understand this about the vine dresser, about God the Father. He prunes those who already bear fruit. He prunes you so that you may bear more fruit. You just have to know when he's pruning you. And don't fight against it. Don't fight against it. A sister and I were talking about it yesterday. Sometimes we're always fighting against it. That's like trying to swim upstream. You try to swim you you try to fight against pruning because you don't understand. And I could I could get that. Because when you see someone coming towards you with a tool that looks like it can harm you. Someone is coming to you with a tool that can slay. And if you could hear a branch, you might hear it cry out and say, Oh no, get away from me. I'm bearing fruit. Leave me alone. But when the branch may not understand the method, the branch can trust the character of the gardener. You're able to stay close to the vine when you trust the character of God, even when you don't understand His methods. When I was young, when I was young, okay, I'm wrap up. Um, when I was young, uh, we lived, you know, we live at the house where Kai and Janine now live, right? So it's like a little block, you know, and all the kids always played around together. We, we always played ever since I moved there. We would play sports. We would try to wash people's cars to make money. We would do anything to help each other's uh, houses around. We babysit other kids, you know, even though I was like a little kid. 
And one of my uh, neighbors across the street, <coughs> the father, uh, Robbie's uh, father, what's her name? Mama? Robbie's dad's name. Huh? Kendall, Kendall. Uh, no, no, no. Uh, Robbie was my friend. His dad was named Kendall. And he had all the most beautiful rose bushes on the block. And, you know, every now and then, or especially, you know, at a particular season, I don't know, roses, but, 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 but you see him trimming down the roses. Like, it, it's like this big, and it goes down to, like, really small, right? And so we were like, hey, let's help your dad. Right? You know, you have all these like clippers around, these snippers. So we started like clipping, you know, clipping away. Hey, let's make it big and make it small. I mean, you can imagine what I was like. You know, I was like this and then like like a little version of it. Like just think of like Corbin, right? And then you're just in there and I we're just cutting all the cut kind of big to small. You know, Kendall comes out of the house. What are you guys doing? We're just helping you. We're cutting down your rose bushes. That's not how you cut rose bushes. But we were just doing what you do. He says, no, you don't. Because I know where to cut. I know where to cut. To bless the bush. Right? God knows where to cut. To stay abiding and close and in deep relationship with Jesus requires us to trust in who He is, that He knows where to cut. And when you're being cut, you may feel the pain. But you will see that there's always blessing from the pain. There will be fruit that flows from you naturally that will bring a greater blessing to more. Amen. There's so much more I can go. But let's just stop. Huh? Let's pray. Father, we just want to thank you. This beautiful picture that you paint for us is that you are about life flowing. And life that fruits, that bears fruit. And life that reproduces. Lord, thank you for being the God of life. And thank you for calling us to be fruitful and to multiply. And remind us it's not about how hard we try. But in a lot of this fruit, it is more about how closely connected we are so that naturally fruit is produced. Jesus, we love you. Thank you for giving us life. I pray for those non-believers in our midst, Lord, that they would 
they too would find life in Jesus. Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.